You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Your Dose of Death podcast with yours truly, Lauren Rosenberg. As always, thank you guys each and every single week for listening. It's always a pleasure to have new listeners or day one listeners, wherever you're listening from, around the world, wherever. Thank you guys so much. And as always, want to give a big shout out to my two lovely sponsors. Of course, I'm talking about Crimson Mask. The site is down at the moment. Um, congrats to Billy Ballantyne and the family for making the move out to Florida. Just wanted to give you guys a big shout-out. And, of course, Skip Van Alsine and the wonderful people at Grateful Deathmatch, as always, giving you some great stuff. So definitely shout out those two vendors when you have the time. Of course, as always, Grateful Deathmatch, Crimson Mask, always two of the best in the apparel game. And, of course, going into that, I have another apparel master of his class right now. Um, a guy who has really blown up in this, in the world of deathmatch wrestling with the amazing apparel that he has made the, from designs he's been getting to distributing all around the world. Um, having official source for some of the legends to some of the newest and brightest in the deathmatch game. Of course, I am talking about deathmatch worldwide. And of course I am sitting here with the one, the only Corey, the man behind deathmatch worldwide. How are you doing today? My friend. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. It's another day in the life. Another um, interview. Just um, episode 26. Of course, it just came off hot off the heels of the silver episode, as Joel Bateman put it. And you are my friend. Episode number 26. It's it's a crazy life for me these past few months. So I well, can't. Congrats, complain. man. Uh, you know, 26, 27 episodes is a big thing. Most people that start podcasts don't last one, <laughs> two, three episodes before they realize this isn't for them. So good good on you, man. Good job. Well, thank you. But, of course, we're here to talk about you, my friend. Of course, Deathmatch Worldwide has really been a epicenter, per se, for a lot of great Deathmatch apparel, from shirts to flags, as I've seen, to um, different companies all around the world that have um, – used your expertise to distribute and uh, supply us deathmatch fans with amazing apparel um how did you get started on the idea for deathmatch worldwide um the initial idea for deathmatch worldwide uh came to me like five years ago um it was it was something i had always wanted to do merchandise in particular was something i had been wanting to do since i was about 15 years old um you know i'm 34 now so I guess starting at, at 34 is better, better late than never. Um, but it, you know, uh, being involved in the, you know, hardcore and death metal music scenes and being involved in wrestling and deathmatch wrestling since I was 12, 11, 12 years old, I was always hooked into the merchandise aspect of it. And I always, you know, thought that was something that I, I, I knew that I could do if I had the chance to do it. And, uh, you know, I dabbled here and there and a few other things over the last couple of years. You know, I ran a Double Hell Wrestling Club for two plus years until yeah, recently. Yeah, I do remember Double Hell. So. Yeah, um, I did that for, for two plus years until recently. Um, the 
the big picture thing for me was always deathmatch worldwide though looking back on just all the mountains of merch that i've come across over the years and that i see being distributed all the time there was always just a lack of availability for a lot of stuff and um you know especially for, for the most part a lot of things could only be purchased if you're physically at a show i know there's a lot of people that can't make it to certain shows like like even me being in the midwest i can't make it out to all the east coast shows all the time just because you know before my my jobs really kind of put a halt to my my social life schedule and everything and uh and like even now now that i work for myself i i still don't have a lot of time to make it out to all the shows that i want to but um you know, I, it was always in the back of my head that if I ever had the opportunity, I was going to run with it. And I wanted to I wanted to make a, a, a platform and a place for all deathmatch wrestlers, you know, to have their spot to say, this is where you can get my merch worldwide. And, you know, no worries like they 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 set up their store with me. They they provide me with the designs they want to use. And I take the you know, the weight of handling printing and shipping and all that shit off of their shoulders. And, uh, you know, the, the way that I got here was a little, was a little weird. It was not the way I intended it, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if you really wanted me to get into that um, or not. I mean, man, it's, it's your, I'll world, do a short, so. I'll do a short version. Do short, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'll do a short version of it. Uh, basically, uh, cause I'd been on a, a few podcasts and I think a few of them, I kind of explained it in detail. Okay. Um, but uh, I was, uh, working, a assembly line job that I'd had for a few years and I like destroyed my back. I got like a really bad back injury while I was working there. And it was due to the area that I was working in was not ergonomically safe for me oh, to be wow. doing the things that I was doing. So it wasn't really my fault. And, uh, that job. Uh, fired me and I found out that I needed fusion surgery in my lower back wow which put me out for a year and a half and it was terrible it was agonizing I had no choice but to file a lawsuit and that started like the darkest like two years of my life but when all the smoke cleared I was like oh shit like I'd been dealing with so much dark stuff over the last two years and I didn't realize like I've kind of got a new lease on what I want to do with the rest of my life now so uh, I had a talk with my fiance and I was like, I, I can't go back to what I was doing. It's going to get me personally is going to get me nowhere. Like I need to be doing this thing that I love. And I said, fuck it. I pulled the trigger. I invested a ton of money, uh, built a shop in my house, bought all the equipment that I would need to do. Um, originally double hell, but I knew it was going to go into deathmatch worldwide eventually. Okay. And, uh, year and a half a little over a year and a half later i'm doing it full time now and it's i couldn't be happier that's incredible i mean yeah sometimes the darkest times of your life really bring out a new lease on life for you and i think that you really did man. It's like it's, it sounds cliche to say that but like i was rock bottom i'm not going to get into the details of everything but like and and, and people heard a few people heard my story in the past and they were like, Oh, well he got a, he got a lawsuit. Oh, of course he's going to be able to do everything. Like it's not like hard work stops there. No. Like, you know, I put 
so much money and time into this, like without hard work, you can't, the, you know, buying shit and having money is, is nothing like, uh, you know, people want to act like I have money or anything. I don't, <laughs> um, I invested like 80% of it. And, um, uh, you know, I did that because, you know, this is what I want to fucking do for the rest of my life. And I want to be able to, um, you know, help all these deathmatch wrestlers that I've loved and respect for over half my life to do the shit for them that they deserve. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be happier. I bust my ass doing this, but it's way better than what I was doing. Anytime I get like stressed out, I'm like, Oh, it could be worse. I could be working in a, a warehouse that will let you break your back and then fire you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that, that is an amazing story as is. I mean, a lot goes in to what you do. And speaking of the store, I mean, you've had some incredible people open up stores from, of course, the likes of like Alex Colones to the Nolan Edwards to the John Wayne Murdochs to, of course, we're talking like Mr. Danger Matsunaga <laughs> as a sword, which is crazy to me. I don't think it's crazy as it is to you. That's crazy. Oh, to insane me. to me. <laughs> um, to, I mean, death, we're talking like deathmatch legends who are like, oh, yeah, I want to open a store and distribute my shirts and stuff to the United States. But um, of course, you have uh, promotions like No Peace Underground. Um, as well as I believe H2O also has a store on Deathmatch yes. Worldwide. Um, how has it been working with all these different people from different walks of life that are like, hey, I want to open up a store on Deathmatch Worldwide? It's it's really, really cool. Um, you know, pretty much I never know who's who has caught on to what I'm doing and is going to try to contact me every day. Um, you know, when I got started, there was a, a, a small group of people that kind of knew what I was getting ready to do. Um, namely, uh, John Wayne Murdoch, Schlack, Madman Pondo. There was a group of maybe like five to 10 people. And, uh, I was letting them know, like, Hey, like, you know, like I was saying, a lot of guys on the East coast know me, a lot of guys on the Midwest in the Midwest know me, but there's a whole ton of people that don't know me. And I've been, you know, involved in deathmatch wrestling since I was like 12 years old, getting people to, um, I guess, put that little bit of trust in me, especially not knowing who I am has been the hard part because in the wrestling business, you live and die by your reputation and your referral. You know, luckily I'm not a shithead scumbag, never have been, never will be. Um, and I'm, I'm very loyal to people who are loyal to me. And I like to say I stand by my word when I say I'm going to do something. So a lot of it was just, you know, people hitting me up based on other wrestlers, you know, kind of giving them the okay on me and me saying, okay, look, I know you don't know me. Just give me a chance. That's, that's all I'm asking for. If you are not happy at any moment, you can, you know, you can split and I'm a hundred percent okay with that. But, um, you know, on a confidence level, I, I know what I'm capable of personally. So all I need is to make that connection with somebody and I can show them that I'm serious and what I'm doing, uh, has my heart <laughs> put into it. You know, I'm, I'm only doing this because I love deathmatch wrestling. You know, a few people have made comments like, Oh, he's just trying to make money. 
Like, dude, believe me. And any deathmatch wrestler will tell you this. If if I'm just doing this to try to make money, I'm not going to be doing deathmatch wrestling stuff. <laughs> so, and that's no knock on anybody, but just everybody knows how how this you know how this business is and how it's a, a niche you know part of wrestling and everything. I do this shit because I love it. You know, I would. I would sit back and go, man, I really wish uh, there was a Matsunaga shirt that I could get that didn't cost me a hundred dollars to get it yeah. from Japan. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing I've always wanted to do. I, I want to be able to put out stuff and have it available to everybody in the world where it has never been before. Yeah. That's the thing that I think you do really well is you're getting all walks of life from the deathmatch community to, be like, yeah, like I want to put a mer- some merch on your store. I mean, Matsunaga, which is a huge deal. I mean, it's his first piece of merchandise that has hit the United States in years. And you're the you're the guy to be like, yeah, I'm printing these out and sending them to your door, which is a crazy novel idea. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I mean, you've worked with countless guys, of course. Um, so I, I do want to ask, has there been any fun stories in working with anyone that you worked with so far? Have there been any, been any funny stories? Um, think, well, uh, I, I did recently, I don't know about recently, Deathmatch Worldwide has been going for five months now, five uh-huh. and a half months, something like that. Um, I do sell merchandise for Necro Butcher. Who, okay. Um, <laughs> he's, he's 50-50 to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's just either A, misunderstood, or B, a troll at times. I think he just likes to get a rise out of people, but I, I got to meet him personally. Um, really good madman Pondo. Madman Pondo has, has helped me tremendously over the last few years, just uh, making connections and just doing nice things. He's probably the most selfless dude I've ever met in my life. He's, he's a fucking amazing friend. Um, he called me at like four in the morning a few months ago. He like, he's like, Hey, what, what are you doing? tomorrow i'm like tomorrow what time he's like like 9 a.m i'm like dude you know it's 4 a.m right now and i'm not even asleep yet (laughs) he's like well i'm picking up necro butcher from the airport and he wants to know who's buying him beer tomorrow i'm like oh shit me 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 (laughs) um (laughs) so uh i basically got no sleep i ran downstairs and i printed necro some deathmatch worldwide shirts and uh I took them to like a, a bar and grill type places like local to me. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, bought him and Pondo lunch and bought Necro a bunch of beer. And then before oh, wow. I know it, too tough, Tony is also walking in. Wow. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck, man? And come to find out, uh, too tough. Tony lives like two blocks from my house. Wow. <laughs> so I'm, I was basically sitting in on a, you know, a conversation that I should not have been sitting in on. Like, like a, I shouldn't have been able to sit in on it. I mean, too tough, Tony, Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher. And they're all talking about Japan and stories and just things that as a fan, you just, you dream about hearing. And I'm just sitting there drooling everywhere. Just like, Oh my God, <laughs> hanging on every word. And it was just, it was such an, an amazing, cool thing. That's how I was able to make merchandise for Necro Butcher. Yeah, it's a small world after all, as they say. But yeah, it's a yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I know there's some fifty-fifty on Necro, and um, that's I think you put it as best as you can, of course, in today's social climate. But of yeah, I mean, getting to make merch for another legend of 
the right. scene in Necro. That's amazing. Yeah, Madman Pondo, a guy who has had his hands in 50 different things. You have heard him on Chris Jericho's podcast, but you have also seen him revive Masters of Pain for the first time in over six, five, six years. Um, a man who needs very little introduction and will give anything and everything for um, Deathmatch Wrestling. And yeah, I, I see him wear the Deathmatch Worldwide shirts. Um, what does that make? F- you feel? Funny thing, when uh, when Pondo was going on the um, the Chris Jericho podcast, he kind of gave me a heads up and I'm sitting here going like, oh my God, dude, I'm so happy for you. This is fucking awesome. And the first thing he wanted to do was wear a Deathmatch Worldwide shirt on the podcast. So I'm sitting here thinking, absolutely man like fuck yeah i'll i'll yeah. print you the shirt everything I'll, I'll get it to you um you know and we he does he does the uh the episode and we find out afterwards that there was no video it was all audio <laughs> so, but it's the thought that counts he put me over on the podcast which is really cool yeah and, he did uh, it was something we laugh about it another funny story while i'm thinking about it is uh you mentioned me working with Alex Cologne. Now yeah. I will say, uh, Alex does not have an official store on Deathmatch Worldwide currently. Um, something that I've been, uh, there's not a lot of people I bug about doing merch for, but I'm good friends with Alex. We, yeah. we talk like every day. So I'm always up his ass about that. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, he's just got a, so much going on. I mean, pretty much one of the best deathmatch, if not the best deathmatch wrestler going currently right now. Um, so he he's just really busy. So what I have been doing working with him is I have been printing a lot of his bulk merchandise on the yeah. side that he sells at shows uh, because that's also something I do, not just store orders. I print bulk orders for wrestlers yeah. too when they need them. Uh, so he hit me up to do uh, like shorts and shirts and some, some scheduling things happened. And uh I was like really crunched for time. He's only up in Ohio. Like I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. He okay. was Ohio in like the, the Dayton area. And uh I was I had some scheduling setbacks and before I knew it, it was like this and this was right before TOS. Okay. Just recently I, th- I think I remember this photo. I think I know you're talking about Yeah, and uh this was right before TOS and he had just recently won, so I'm like fuck. I've got to get him his merchandise. And it came down to it to where even if I would have like overnighted it, it wouldn't have made it to him on time. And I'm like two time TOS winner, one of the best in the world. He can't go merchless to this show. Exactly. So I said, fuck it, man. I drove uh, like three hours. Wow. Three, three and a half hours to his house to <laughs> hand deliver it. Um, like the like the day or two before uh, wow. TOS six six six, and uh, the dude was because we had never met in person before. We had only you know had mutual friends, and we talked online quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, he welcomed me with open arms, man. Like uh, immediately, like on on the way there, he's like, "Hey, we're having dinner. I want you to have dinner with my family." Oh, that's and awesome. like let me into his house and hung out with you know his family and stuff and it was just really cool we sat and shot the shit for you know three four hours uh ate dinner and i drove my ass back home (laughs) three and a half hours you know drop off some merch and like it was just it was a wild it was a wild day 
That is a wild day, but man, it's so it's the best when it all works out, you know. And yeah, it was kind of worked out any better, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, believe me, I did not want to drive three and a half hours, but there was no way I was, you know, not going to deliver. You know, shit happens, the scheduling things happens, and setbacks. You know, a lot of people don't realize I do this by myself. Like, I don't have, I don't have anybody working with me, and that's not me trying to put myself over. That's just the reality of what I'm doing. Like there's no other way I can do it right now just because I, I can't afford to hire employees. And, um, but like I do, you know, there's massive amounts of designs that are coming my way constantly that I always have to fix and get, you know, print ready. Um, you know, I, I handle emails daily. I handle all the social media stuff daily. I handle all the printing, all the shipping logistics, you know, ordering supplies constantly. Like it's, it's no joke, a full time job. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, bleeding into my home life because I work from home. So you don't know when to turn <laughs> it off sometimes, especially in the, the growing stages. It's, you, you can't, you can't sleep on anything. So it's, it's, it's rough at times. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. But I, I commend the absolute hell out of you for making it like your own thing. You're a one man show. Um, you're, you're your own boss, basically, as I would put it. You're the you're the boss. You're the master of control here. I mean, as you just said, you took a three three and a half hour car ride yourself just to deliver stuff, and it ended up being on. I'm only by getting any ideas. I'm not going to do that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll make sure to note that when this episode comes out. Um, of course, though. Um, Corey, it's, uh, I'm really glad you were able to come on. Of course, um, for those of you that don't know, we both have a mutual friend and um, the lovely Rafe Houston. Of, I love that guy. I love him too, man. Faces and Feels podcast. He introduced the two of us, and um, the rest is history, as they put it. Um, yeah, you've really been doing a lot of great work with a lot of um, the death manager under guys. Of course, recently, for those who don't know, um, probably the first American distribution of Mad Dog merch, which is for me a huge pop. I know Alex Clone's probably going to listen to this and be like, huge pop for <laughs> Mad Dog merch, Joel as well. But um, how has it been working with some of those Deathmatch Under guys getting several talent on um, the roster merchandise? Uh, they've all been an absolute pleasure to work with. You know, I, I've, I really like watching a lot of them grow into you know what deathmatch down under is like you were talking about before the podcast you said you really believed in in what it is they're doing and i do too i i I love the uh i love everything that they're doing you know the fact that they're legitimately building something that hasn't been done on the scale that it's it's being done in australia is amazing and I i think one of the things that hooked me in was uh that promo they did, I saw it on IWTV one night where it was like, they always say everything in Australia is trying to yes. kill you. Well, it is. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, that's, I, I love clever shit. And I was just like, clever. oh, that's fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, um, Rafe uh, from the podcast, from uh, the uh, Face and Feels podcast, he's also been a big helper with, you know, hooking up um, connection with a lot of the uh, Australian wrestlers. Um, so far, we got Vixen, now Mad Dog, uh, Joel, Callan, and all the DMDU stuff is currently uh-huh. available 
for deathmatch worldwide. So, I mean, it, it's awesome, man. Like that's, that's what I want to do. Like I, I want to make all of this stuff, especially stuff in, in other countries. I want to make it available to everybody. Like I, you know, again, there's, there's going to be people that are just going to try to shit on what you're doing. There's not yeah. a lot of them, but I see things sometimes where people are like, Oh, he's just trying to make deathmatch commercial and he's just trying to do this. And me and Alex Cologne had this conversation. It's like, well, dude, what do you want? Do you want them to just not make money? Like if there's fans <laughs> and there's a demand, why the fuck would you be opposed to me doing that? It's, it's got nothing to do with, with, you know, me trying to make money personally. Like I'm trying to help like, like deathmatch is, is, is our world. The people who are involved in deathmatch wrestling for the most part, I feel like people hold it close to their heart. They're very protective of it. Like, this is our world. This is our area. Like, why can't we have our own shit? We got Deathmatch merch distributor now, plus, you know, many other people who distribute stuff. There's a Deathmatch magazine now. There's yeah. um, multiple Deathmatch podcasts. Like, th- that's how it should be. You know, we're, we're all kind of doing our own thing. And I, I, I fucking love it, man. I, I love every bit of this shit. I think it's amazing. I don't, I don't know why somebody wouldn't, you know, want there to be a, a growth of some sort of that. And, uh, you know, Alex said the same thing. There's a few other guys that said that they're like, fuck, I, 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 I do this shit because I love it. But yeah, if there's a way for me to make money, I want to make money. I want to help make these guys money that they deserve way more than I'm able to give them as far as I'm concerned. So you know, with, without, you know, yeah. without deathmatch wrestling, you know, that's, that's a, a, something that people hang on to in their daily yeah. lives. It sometimes gets yeah. them through the day, you know? Yeah. So. I a hundred percent agree with you as well. I mean, we're all in this community per se to, and we hold it near and dear, but um, I've told people multiple times when doing this podcast, my goal per se is to give deathmatch wrestling a positive light to be able to just be like, yeah, there is a community. There is an outreach for deathmatch wrestling. And um, I want to just kind of sidebar a little bit. Um, I was at a show on Saturday and um, a colleague of mine who um, I, I won't say who I've already had this conversation with him. I said hi to him. He's actually a commentator for the show. And he was like, oh, hey, like, congratulations on everything with the podcast. Like, I'm glad you're a part of the community. And it absolutely, like, kind of shook me because he's working for a pretty big wrestling publication. Right. And I was like, this guy congratulating me. I'm, I feel like I'm the small fish in the big pond. And it just, like, the outreach, again, the outreach of professional wrestling podcasts and the the outreach of what me and you are both doing is bigger than I think we both think. And again, going back to what you said, like we're just trying to make it a better place per se to give people something they want. And I think um, it can be done in more ways for anyone who's listening to this. Like you can contribute in your own ways. Um, I'm not one for gatekeeping. I know you aren't either. Um, just kind of want to put that message out there that if you have something on your mind, wrestling wise or not wrestling wise, I never know who's listening to this. Um, just go for it. And you never know what's going to turn into. Um, you've heard Corey's story. You've heard my story. 
Um, you just got to put put a hundred percent into it. I mean, you've seen Corey working with some of the best and brightest in the world of deathmatch wrestling, giving us a service that I didn't even think was imaginable when I first got into <laughs> deathmatch wrestling, and now look at you. And of course, um, I don't want to put myself over. I try not to, but. Put I'm yourself here. over, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. It's your platform. Yeah. I, I, no, I try to be selfless in what I do. That's what I mean. No, but I get it. I, I mean, I have 26 episodes of this podcast, and I'm just trying to give everyone a good service with what I do. So um, I really appreciate what you just said just now. I think it's something that isn't said enough, per se. Well, I appreciate you, man. I, you know, people like you and Rafe and, you know, the people who are – running deathmatch magazine uh the deathmatch a love letter you know I, yeah. I love that shit all of us are just we're just connecting throughout our community just to keep our you know our interests are all similar like we all yeah. want the same shit for this and we all want to watch it grow yeah and it's <laughs> i think we can all agree that deathmatch wrestling is bigger than it's ever been and it's just it's so fucking awesome to see because you know, there's always that fear of things going commercial or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, dude, deathmatch wrestling is 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 punk rock, and it's always going to be yeah, punk rock. It will because always of what be. it is, you're never going to be able to dumb down what <laughs> it is. And it's it's violent, it's brutal, it's uh, a very misunderstood art and aspect of wrestling. Yeah. And I don't think that's ever going to be as commercial as people think it's going to be. No. <laughs> and if it is, it's um, not going to be as real. So, yeah, I've, I've had this conversation a million times with people on how it's going to be. And you, you put it, you summed it up pretty good. I mean, yes, everyone's going to find a way to try to rag on it, to be this and like, oh, it's not. But like, you know, it's art. It's, it's an art that we love. It's like everyone likes to go to the art museum, but we like to go watch live art on a Saturday or whenever it's going to happen per se. Right. Um, so I wanted to ask you this. I know, I don't know if you know the exact number. I am curious as of this episode, how many stores are there on the deathmatch worldwide site right now? If you could give me just a rough number. Um, it's grown pretty fast. I would say, I would say 50, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want <laughs> no, to. Just, don't just, just give me a rough number. You don't need, you don't need to Google it. It's fine. But 50, wow. In five months. And I mean, that's, stores. that's wrestlers. That's promotions. That's, um, you know, different platforms. There's, you know, there's online platforms, yeah, deathmatch platforms that sell their merch through me, you know, podcasts, magazines, photographers have been a big one, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, you know, and it, that, that's all I want. If you know you're involved in deathmatch wrestling in this world and you have merch and want to do it, and hit me up. You know, I, I had a uh, you know, there's a lot of people that, that don't really want to do merch. And it's not because they don't want to. They just think somebody might not buy it. And I get that. But, yeah, like, I, that. I had to uh, – and I'm not forcing anybody to do merch at all. But I, I, I got in somebody's ear a while back. I was like, hey, man, um, you know, they they liked a post or something online that I was doing. And I, and I just let them know, like, hey, whenever you want to do some shirts or something, you know, hit me up. And they said, oh, nobody's going to buy one of my shirts. And I said, look. 
you don't know what somebody might do. <laughs> you don't know who might want a, um, who might want a shirt of you or, or, or whatnot. And that, that quote actually came from, uh, uh a friend of mine's uncle who passed away oh, a long man. time ago. He was a, he was a drunk. He was a, he was a junkie. He was a wild dude and he <laughs> did nothing but negative, crazy shit in the, wow. the, the funniest thing I ever heard him say that stuck with me for the longest is you don't know what somebody might do. And I was like, Oh shit, I didn't expect such a deep, <laughs> a deep thing to come from you. But uh, I mean, it's true, man. You, you don't know who's dying to get one of your shirts or whatever. And like, and because of the way this is set up, nobody's really losing anything. If, if something isn't bought, you know, exactly because everything's printed on demand and it's available 24 seven, you know, why not just make it available? Fuck it. You know, if, if you've got an idea of some shit you want to do, let's make it real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's really an incredible service. It's so simple and so um, effective in a way. I mean, to, as you said, but roughly 50 stores, I mean, that's for five months you're, I mean, getting 10 stores opened in this like average of a month. I mean, I mean it could be incredible. more. I, I, I'm not really sure. But I know there's a there's a lot waiting in the wings that are getting ready to open. Some of them are I will say this are fucking insane, and it's it's really really hard to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> when it's held like so many people like oh my god, this person hit me up and they want to do merch with me, but you know yeah I think I, the, I think one that really popped me and considering this guy is on the Renaissance or no, the resurgence of his life in Tank. And I saw, I started like, Tank's got merch? Tank's I, I did not, awesome, dude. That is awesome. He, shout out to Tank, a guy who, that's just, he's been he's been roaming the roads for years, and him and the, the Rev just been hidden up everywhere and anywhere they possibly could. And now he has merch again, which feels crazy in 2021. I don't, my, my wrestling bingo card, as I tell her, one's kind of been burned already because <laughs> so much has happened. I'm just like, I've burned it. But right. Tank having merch in 2021 is like a huge pop for me, as well as Mad Dog. But yeah, of Tank, course. Tank is a fucking awesome dude. Tank's old school. He's He doesn't give a shit, dude. He <laughs> Tank does what he wants. He says what he wants. And uh, he's, a, he's a cool guy, man. Like, uh, I was just finishing up a conversation with him right before I hopped on here with you. Awesome. Um. I'm going to be printing some bulk merch for him for a show coming up. But, uh, but yeah, I, it, it makes me happy. Like if people don't understand, like on, I look at a lot of this stuff on a, on a fan aspect and not so much of a business aspect. Like mm -hmm. when somebody hits me up like tank and they're like, Hey, I want to open a store with you. And they've never had merch available online. I dude, I pop so hard on that because it's, <laughs> it's just, it's fucking cool. Like, you know, like I was telling you before, like, sometimes you got to really sit back for it to hit you. Like the, the, how big what I'm doing is I forget about that sometimes because I just love doing this shit so much, you know, uh, I'll sit back and go like, God damn, I'm making a, I'm making Matsunaga shirts and I had been watching him for 20 years. And sometimes it just, it slips my mind how fucking crazy that is. And, uh, you know, I, other things more recently, especially with everything growing and other wrestlers, thankfully reaching out to other wrestlers, there's a lot of cool shit 
coming in the works. And, uh, you know, that means more wrestler stores, more promotion stores, and eventually also more clothing items. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people hit me up and they're like, hey, I need hats or, hey, I want uh, this novelty item or that. And I'm like, I promise you I'm working on that. But building these things take time and a lot of money and it, it, it can't happen overnight. But I promise I'm working on absolutely everything that I can. Well, as they say, Rome isn't built, was not built in a day. And of course, That's with Deathmatch sure. Worldwide, um, it was not built in a day. I really have a, had a great chat with you, Corey. This has been absolutely awesome to hear your story and to see yeah, you man. grow as um, not just someone in the business, but someone who has really done really a good service for a lot of wrestlers who, especially in these hard times with COVID and with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, something as simple as just distributing shirts has helped them immensely. Um, so that just to kind of wrap it up, I always like to give my guests the um, floor just to kind of plug away on how people can reach you and how um, per se for your example, how people can um, open a store per se, or how people can get in contact with Deathmatch worldwide. Um, as I like to say, the floor is yours, my friend. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, deathmatchworldwide.com is the website. Um, on Instagram, it is at deathmatchworldwide. Same as Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I'm really trying to avoid having Twitter because Twitter is a cesspool of negativity. Uh, uh, I'm sure it'll somebody will eventually talk me into it. So, um, I can be reached uh, through the email at deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Also, you can send me a message on Facebook. Uh, Corey Higdon, and I guess if you just look at my uh, mutual friends, or you will see that I have like uh, lots of deathmatch friends on there. So that's me. Um, yeah, if you want to open a store with me, just hit me up. We can chat. I can give you, you know, all the e- emails, and uh, we can email each other back and forth. I can give you all the details on everything. And um, you know, one of the things I, I really wanted to say was I'm, I'm doing everything I can to do this as as quick and as possible with, you know, with all the resources that I have, you know, this is a very expensive thing to maintain Yeah, and I'm not going to give up on it at all. Um, you know, I know some people have emailed me before saying, Oh, my, I ordered a couple of shirts and they took two to three weeks to get here. That's bullshit. I understand that. Like I, I wish I could get things, you know, to people overnight, but the reality is I'm one person you know, everything is legitimately made one at a time on demand. And, you know, sometimes these things take, take time. So that's why there's a, there's a disclaimer in the store. If you look through all the, or all the, uh, the, the info points in the store that any order can take anywhere from seven to 28 days to process print and ship. And that's just, that's the best way I can do it right now. You know, some orders I get out within the week, some orders take me two or three weeks to get out. It's just, it's just the way that it is. And, uh, you know, and, and I always am very personal when I talk to people through their emails, I always answer my emails. It's not some cookie cutter bullshit. I'll, <laughs> I tell everybody straight up, um, you know, this is the best way that I can do this right now. And uh, the second that I'm able to hire some help, and have somebody take over social media or have somebody take over all the shipping or answering all the emails. 
everything will be faster. And I promise you that. So it's just, it's a growing process. These are the steps I have to take. And I'm 110% grateful and appreciative to everybody who has ordered a shirt, who's shared the web store, who's talked about it, who's sent me a message, you know, saying, thank you for making this shirt. Like, thank you for even caring. Um, you know, this means the world to me and it's my full-time job. So, uh, you know, I don't want people to think I'm not appreciative because I am without people being interested in this and loving deathmatch wrestling as much as I do. There is no deathmatch worldwide. So, um, you know, I do this because I love it. And I, I love that everyone has so far enjoyed everything that I'm doing because I, I bust my ass trying to do it. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a fantastic way to end this. I mean, it, this has been a, an awesome conversation with you, Corey. You really put 110% in a deathmatch worldwide. I think it truly shows the way you've been talking about the store where it literally was just some random brainchild and has turned into now a five-plus-month um, thing where you basically have um, garnered the attention worldwide, no pun intended, um, to be able to distribute all this amazing merchandise. So um, to everyone who's been listening, thank you um, to Corey of Deathmatch Worldwide of taking the time out of his busy schedule to speak with me. So from Corey um, and myself, Lauren Rosenberg, thank you guys for listening to this awesome episode of Your Dose of Death podcast. This has been a Countout Podcast.